to cut the crap. This isn't about Dr. Fauci. It's not about his feelings. And I'm sorry if his feelings were hurt. You know, maybe he ought to buy an emotional support pony. But, but we're not debating uh, dance moves on TikTok here. We're talking about millions of human lives. I love him. That was awesome. That was so great. This guy is amazing how he can just say stuff in the best way. Isn't he great? Hey, guys, I'm Melissa Redfield World. We're with the Freedom Force Battalion. We look at the Q posts, the current events, the Trump tweets, and the light of God's word because this is biblical. Today, we're going to be talking about this whole Wuhan, Fauci debacle and what's going on because there are people suing them, suing the New World Order globalists. How about that? And Bannon just came out with it finally because, you know, he, he's, he's, he's awesome. I love Bannon. I love him to pieces, but he doesn't really talk about the globalists until now. So we're going to check it out. But look at what the president just posted. <laughs> it's Camino's on fire because it's really President Trump. So check out this creeps. I'm, I'm trying, if you're trying to get at me, as a public health official and scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. Oh my gosh, this guy, come on now. Were inconvenient truths for people and there was pushback against me. So if you are trying to, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. And anybody that looks at what's going on clearly sees that you have to be asleep not to see we have to be asleep not to see through you and see through your lies we've read your emails <laughs> even hillary knows you're supposed to destroy them with a hammer you're not supposed to let people see your emails <laughs> of course we saw hers too and that's what woke a lot of us up way back to before president trump was elected here is the site this is uh where we meet up freedomforce.live freedomforce.live make sure you join with us on there and on here there's all the social media bit shoot rumble uh free uh the telegram freedom force battalion also my get fit with melly here's where i have 500 i think 29 videos now of how this is biblical how what is going on it has been promised to us and breaking it all down so and then here's the audio book because i wrote i compiled this book i said this is this is literally biblical this is not just Monumental. This is the end of their rule over us. And that's a perfect example. Fauci is being exposed and it's very, very exciting. So uh, here's the book actually on for three bucks on um, on Amazon. OK, end times and thousand years of peace. That's what we're headed for. All right. So definitely join with me on uh, Telegram because I post all kinds of good stuff over there. Um, so this is this man named Reiner Fulmick. He actually sued, um, uh, oh, the car manufacturer, uh, Volvo, some, whatever, because they were doing the emissions tests and they were, the tests were making it out as if they were great on emissions and it was all fake. And so he caught them and he sued them and he won and he's amazing. Okay. So what he's doing now is he is, he is literally spearheading every nation to sue the cabal because of the pandemic. The, the, okay, so I want you to hear, uh, I don't normally do this, but I've just, you've got to hear him speak. He's great, and Bannon is giving him a voice, which is amazing. Check it out. This is one of the most important, I think. When we talk about fourth turning, there are people that you've never heard of that all of a sudden have become very prominent people. Uh, the, the gentleman we're about to bring on to the war room for the first time is someone we've been tracking for many, many months, Reiner Fulmick. 
from Germany, joins us from a great university town in central Germany. Uh, and uh, Reiner, you have a very different, first off, the audience should understand, this is the lawyer and the individual that brought, that, that went after Volkswagen, right, went after Deutsche Bank, he's gone after some of the biggest multinational globalist corporations in the world. He's gone after them, and he's really righted the wrongs that they were undertaking in courts of law. Uh, he has got an amazing concept, and it's quite frankly different than a lot of what you hear on the war room a lot. You know, we, we obviously are the, we pride ourselves with the Lao Beijing of being the anti-CCP at the tip of the spear, the anti-CCP movement. We think it's a transnational criminal organization. We've been obsessed. The reason we started the show was the Wuhan lab about the lockdowns back in January 2020. Reiner's got a very different take on this, but I believe that something that everybody's not just has to listen to, we have to actually provide a platform for him to get this message out to the world. So, Reiner, I want you to walk through as a lawyer your theory of the case and what you're trying to do and really kind of build this legal effort to hold people accountable for what went on, sir. Okay, before we go on, just understand that Bannon knows about this. He knows about the Rothschilds. He knows about the global bankers. He knows about the, the, the bloodlines and all of that. He just can't come out and say it. He has to almost make it look like, well, this guy's talking about this. Let's just look into it and see if this is, you know, anything to it. He's already at the tip of the spear and catching all kind of grief. He was sanctioned as you know, by the Biden administration, which is the China <laughs> administration, immediately after uh, uh, taking office, right? So don't doubt it. He's going to actually look like he's just looking into this. Trust me, he knows. Um, let me briefly explain why I'm doing this and what I'm doing here. Um, the evidence that I have collected wasn't really collected by myself, but it was collected by the uh, Berlin Corona Investigative Committee. Because when this all started in March of last year, my wife and I were still staying at our ranch in Northern California, and we were trying to figure out what was going on. Obviously, there was something completely wrong. And uh, when we couldn't find, we, we couldn't get any answers from our government, and we finally came to the conclusion that there's nothing to be expected from them, uh, my friend Dr. Wolfgang Bodak, who single-handedly more or less stopped the swine flu, which was the first attempt at the other side's uh, pandemic plan, uh, in uh, 2009, I think. When I talked to him, he said, you got to do it yourself. There's no one out there who's going to help you. You and other lawyers will have to do this. And that's why we set up this Corona Investigative Committee. And the evidence that we have uh, gotten over the last almost one year from talking to over 100 expert witnesses, including Dr. Mike Yeadon, formerly uh, Vice President of Pfizer, uh, Luc Montagnier, who's, uh, um, who's a French professor of uh, medicine and an epidemiologist, uh, I believe, um, all the really important people in the field. The evidence that we have collected, that's what gives me the idea that I'm going to talk to you about, and it's as follows. Um, what is happening right now, in our view, is not a pandemic. At least it's not a corona pandemic. Rather, it's a PCR test pandemic. And this all started, um, the plans for this were made, concrete plans for this pandemic were made uh, by very rich and powerful people some 10 years ago, amongst them the Rockefeller Foundation. And uh, the final, I guess you could call it a dry run, was Event 201, which happened in uh, October of 2019. Now, a little a short time later, there was this accident at the Wuhan lab. 
there really was an accident. We uh, we believe that the Chinese government was uh, actually not quite panicking, but very worried that there's something dangerous going on because they, of course, knew that they were uh, experimenting with viruses, these gain-of-function experiments. Um, however, about two or three weeks later, they realized nothing much had happened. Because if you want to create a really dangerous virus, it shouldn't kill its host. If it kills its host, it can't spread. So they realized nothing much had happened. This incident is totally unrelated in our view, totally unrelated, has nothing to do with what is happening now. Um, however, the other side who have been practicing for this pandemic uh, for 10 years, uh, they took this incident as a springboard and decided they're not going to start rolling out their agenda. That's why they used a German professor of medicine, well, at least he calls himself a professor and a doctor of medicine. There are serious doubts about the uh, reality of these qualifications. They used Professor Dr. Drosten as their puppet, and he started working on a PCR test, I think on New Year's Eve. Um, at this time, however, he and all the others, including Fauci, including the counterpart of uh, Fauci here in Germany, it's a veterinarian by the name of uh, Wheeler, who runs our equivalent to the American CDC, they all kept um, uh, telling the general public, ah, you have nothing to worry about, there's nothing serious, this is probably... Okay, I'm going to stop him real, real quick. I want you to see, that, did you notice that, that for the first time that I know of, that man, because he's always at CCP, 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 and now he calls out the Rockefellers. That's basically calling out the bloodlines. He's calling out, he's calling out these the ones at the top. Okay, the 13 bloodline families. So that's gigantic for him to do that. For him to that's a that's a giant boom. Okay. Um, because he's he's literally one of the main ones who's exposing all of this. And so he's now calling them out. Not that he's saying, oh, well, I'm, I'm, he's just saying, I need to give this person a, you know, a, a platform just to see if this is, this is, uh, has any merit to it. The other thing is this, this PCR test. Okay. He's going to give us the explanation of this PCR test because that's, uh, it was, it's clearly faulty that they're telling you uh, in 97, it makes 97% false positives. Okay. Again, the point is, not because this flu is so dangerous, but because they're trying to get everyone in a panic so they'll take the jab. All right, take it out. Probably going to be a mild flu or something. Um, however, he was at this very point in time, he was working on his PCR test. A few weeks later, January uh, 22nd and 3rd, there was a first emergency meeting at the WHO. We believe that they were, and we believe this because we have uh, interviewed a few people who used to work for the WHO. We believe that they were pressured to finally declare the public health emergency of international concern. They were pressured by the um, pharmaceutical industry, maybe the tech industry, um, pressured to declare this emergency. Why? Because that is what you need in order to be able to use a, um, a vaccination or a drug that has not been tested. And that's the uh, final goal that everything was geared towards. Let me ask you, okay, just, we're gonna come back to that in a second. We only got a couple of minutes in a segment. We're gonna ask you to stay over the next. I wanna put your bona fides up because the, the, what you're talking about is of such a scale, right? It, it, it's probably mind boggling to a lot of people. Some of our audience, I know probably not, but I mean, for people just coming in for the first time, it looks like a conspiracy so vast 
that they're going to sit there. I mean, you got to think about Occam's razor, which is the simplest explanation. But please, just give us your bona fides in going after Volkswagen and going after Deutsche Bank, which were also long shots that people thought that you were crazy at the time for both of them. Just walk us through both of those cases of what you're renowned for. Well, uh, the VW case is the so-called diesel scandal. Um, they uh, VW sold their cars uh, without them um, uh, matching the at least the American emission standards. But they had a what they call a defeat device that was built into the engines of the cars so that they would look as though they were conforming with the American um, uh, emission standards while they were on a test stand. Once they were off that test stand, of course, uh, it went off the rails. And this came out in the United States. I think some people in California um, realized what was going on. And that's when I and others here in Germany decided to go after uh, Volkswagen. Unfortunately, our legal system isn't quite as effective. Actually, it's not effective as, at all when you go after large corporations. Um, and that's why we had to wait for uh, some of the cases to be won in the United States. That's what happened. And eventually, our uh, Supreme Court couldn't ignore the evidence that was coming over here from across the Atlantic Ocean. And that's when we started to win some of our cases as well. The Deutsche Bank case quick, is another. Yeah. That's it's another ahead, case in point. Yeah. Again, uh, we couldn't win these cases. This is about predatory lending. You had these same cases in the United States. Again, we had to wait until some of our colleagues in the United States were successful in the American courts of law. They finally even had to apologize in public, just like VW. And that's when we decide when we began to win our cases as well. But it's still extremely difficult. However, that kind of um, put me in the right spot because my colleagues and I have the experience that you need in order to be able to deal with these fraudulent corporations. That's very encouraging because we know that these courts are, you know, it's it's all the cabal controlled and that they're uh, they work for the cabal, but they have figured out how to get through and get justice. It's quite amazing. So, and then he already has all these other people in place who've been successful this time, which was shocking. And so they're they're now doing getting they're ready to go for the big the big daddy. Okay, Reiner, just hang on for one second. Reiner Fulmick from Germany, we're in return. His concept of this is quite different. He said this has all been planned. People have been working on this for years, and they used the event in Wuhan as a triggering device to basically roll out a vaccines. Okay, we're going to return with Reiner in just a minute in the War Room. War Room. Pandemic. Here. I'm right now type in promo code war room and have the total everything that my banks one of the biggest global you know internationally uh, successful companies in Volkswagen on when you went after them, people couldn't believe what they're accused of eventually it turned out you guys you and your law partners and, and the firms that went after people were correct and the companies had tried to cover up you know heinous uh, activity uh, and so you've gone you've done this before but I think just to go back you're saying, and it's kind of like all these shadowy figures and, and all this. It's not like Volkswagen, and here's where they did it for profit. Deutsche Bank, here's where they did the lending for profit. You're saying you've got to go back in time, and you say this is a, a pandemic that you've got to go back a decade or more, that people have been working on this and waiting for an opportunity. It sounds crazy on the face of it, so, so make me feel better and walk me through why it's not crazy. 
Well, the thing is, if I if somebody had told me this about a year and a half ago, I would have told him to take his pills and go see a doctor. However, <laughs> this is not a this is not a figment of my imagination. Uh, this is the result of of the hearings we conducted. Uh, we have. Uh, what I love about this is that Bannon knows this, but he's playing it like this. Just sounds crazy. Please help yeah, help me to see how this. Yeah, you know, he's just setting it up so great. So great. Let's take a lesson from that. Interviewed more than 100, I think more than 110 uh, scientists, uh, economists, psychiatrists, psychologists, lawyers, uh, epidemiologists um, from all walks of science. And some of them used to work for the military. Uh, there's a man by the name of Brian Garish who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago. So this is the, the result of talking to all of these people. That's why we believe at this point, maybe we're going to have to change our minds, but I don't think so. At this point, we believe this is not a real pandemic. Rather, this is a planned, a staged pandemic. It's not a corona uh, pandemic, but it's a PCR test pandemic, because that's the only thing that underlies all of these activities, all these anti-corona measures. So give us your theory, as you see it right now with your evidence, and we're going to talk about how you're going to get it forward. Walk through your theory of the case. Okay. So um, the, the whole thing did, in fact, start with that accident at the Wuhan Virology Lab. Um, the, uh, but the accident, which was a real accident, which people really worried about, has nothing to do with, with what's going on right now. Unless, of course, you take into consideration that this was the, their springboard or their triggering point, uh, because they've been planning for this. The other side, meaning very powerful and rich people who, uh, through um, companies of funds like BlackRock and others own major corporations like Amazon, Deutsche Bank, uh, these people have been planning for this event for at least 10 years. The um, Final dry run happened uh, and was in October of 2019. That was called Event 201. When this accident happened and the Chinese quickly realized there's nothing really to worry about, it was those people who had been planning for this event who took the opportunity and decided we're going to use this. We're going to use this as a trigger point, as a springboard to set our own pandemic, our pandemic into motion. And that's when they told this uh, German uh, professor, doctor, that's what he calls himself, uh, Dresden, to go forward with his PCR test. So on New Year's Eve, I believe, or a couple of days later, I think it was New Year's Eve, he began work on his PCR test, which he claims can detect infections when, when in fact it's impossible. It is absolutely impossible for a PCR test to detect infections. Why do I say this? Well, the uh, inventor of the PCR test, a very witty, funny, clever, smart person by the name of Kerry Mullis, uh, he won a Nobel Prize for this, the inventor of this PCR test technique kept telling the world that this is a great test. It can make things visible to the human eye, which, which are otherwise not visible, but it cannot. It cannot tell you anything about whether someone is ill or not, or somebody is infected or not. It's simply impossible. And that's because this test cannot distinguish between dead and live matter. So it cannot distinguish between dead and live matter. So this, this PCR test is, is fake news. <laughs> Check it out. Whatever someone 
tests positive to may very well be a um, the, the remnant, the fragment of your body's immune system's prior fight against uh, maybe the common cold or the flu. It cannot tell the difference. That's why uh, most of the cases that are positive cases are no, no cases at all. They have nothing to do with infections. One of the people who we spoke with is the former vice president of Pfizer. His name is uh, Mike Yeadon. And he says, if you, if you uh, amplify, this is a matter of amplification. You take the swabs, you can't see what's in it. And that's why you need these machines to amplify what, what you have there to make these molecules uh, visible. If you amplify more than 35 cycles, if you, if you end up at more than 35 cycles of amplification, you end up with at least 97% false positives. And the Dresden test, which turned out to be the gold standard because it was recommended by the WHO for the entire world, which turned out to be the gold standard for detecting infections, was set at 45 cycles of amplification. So what do you get? All false positives. So this is what happened. When uh, he decided to work on this test, he was at this very same time in January, even in February, telling the German public, just like all the others, Fauci, uh, Wheeler, who's the counterpart of uh, Fauci here in Germany, they kept telling the public, nothing to worry about. This is probably going to be just like a mild flu. It's, most of you won't even notice anything. At the same time, he was working on this test. Uh, uh, on January 22nd and 23rd, the WHO had a first emergency meeting because they were pushed probably by the pharmaceutical industry to declare a public health emergency of international concern. What's so important about that? Well, you need a public health emergency of international concern in order to be able to use non-tested uh, drugs, or in this case, what they call vaccines, on a population. That's the, that's the point. All this mayhem, all this fear, all of this to scare people and all these false positives, what was the reason? It's not about the vac uh, the, 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 the um, COVID, it's about the vaccine. What else was would cause people to take a vaccine? Take a, quote, vaccine. Which, uh, 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 which uh, uh, Reiner, hang on, because we're going to have to get you back and have, we have more time, but it's two things. Number one, who, the people in back of it, why are they in back of it? Are they in back of it for profit? Are they in back of it for control? What, what is their driving motive? What's the driving motive? You say the people in back of this pharmaceuticals, the, the, the globalists, what, is, there, is there purpose to make money or is it to control? Um, I don't think, we don't think their purpose is to make money. The corporations which, which they're using, uh, the pharmaceutical and the tech corporations, for example, which they're using, yeah, they do, they do want to make money. But the people who are in back of this don't care about money. They care about control. Um, and that's why they're using this pandemic. That's our conclusion of the evidence of, of, the, of the people's, uh, of the um, uh, testimony okay. that we listened we're, to. We're, 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 we're going to come back. You've had 110 interviews. You say. Okay. So I'm going to give you all the links so you can listen to this. And more than likely, you'll need to listen to it multiple times because it's, it's quite involved. And so it's, he, he's clearly an excellent spokesperson. And um, yes, yeah, so when we get to the top, people at the top, again, he's asking, why would they do such a thing? Okay, if, if money is not the motive, and it's because they have such so many crimes against humanity, they know that if it ever comes out, that they will be held to an account. 
for their evil. And they have got to find a way to control humanity so that no one can ever hold them to an account. That's the point. Okay, that's where we're headed so that people understand that. But we've got to first help people see that there's someone, that there was something huge like this, you know, because let's just face it, people are not going to get up in arms about FISA abuse. Okay, but they will be up in arms if someone's tried to literally kill them with a vaccine or with, with a COVID or a vaccine. Okay, um, so I'll make sure that you have all the links. Here's another one where he, I think this is the first interview where he was talking about that the leak theory is being used to distract from the serious consequences. So the point is, and they kind of they kind of go back and forth a little bit, but the point is that the, that the vaccine, that the, the COVID is just a flu, okay? Just like we have flu all the time, but the vaccine is what's the, it was the lethal thing. And um, similarly, here was one other thing. But anyway, so check that one out. All right, so that's everything I wanted to share on this short video so that you can get more information about that. And don't forget, this is where the book is. This is, this is the day when we're, this is the end of them. And it had to be something worldwide for the whole world to rise up and destroy them. And that's really what this is about is for them to be exposed and removed from us. And as I just shared on, uh, on the telegram, okay. If you look at actually not on this telegram on this one, this one right here, this telegram, I have two telegrams, this one, this telegram right here, freedom force battalion. I just shared that this amazing verse from Isaiah 60, where it says that the Kings of the world will be, uh, in a, in a led captive in a great victory procession. This is the promise that God has given to us that this would happen. We just didn't know there was a, a, a worldwide mafia cabal that it was running the whole world. We just didn't, most of us had no idea. So I break this down in this book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. It's only $3 on Amazon. And I have the audio book right here if you prefer to, to listen to it. And you can actually get the through Audible. But um, so basically the, the beast is the new world order. That's who it is. It's not an individual. It's this entire cabal that has infiltrated every organization and these people at the top. And the Lord is not angry with people who are just useful idiots who didn't realize they were being used for such a thing as this. Okay. But the ones who knowingly, as Q has talked about, they've knowingly done this. Okay. And then we're not leaving. We're actually having a thousand years of peace. We're going to have people, the, the, the evil ones will be taken and the ones who are left will, will rule the world in the right way, whether it's for this, this corporations or for the, the, you know, running the government or running, you name it, the dog catcher, <laughs> everything is going to be run in a way for the, everyone's true health and wealth and peace. It says that nation will not rise against nation and we won't learn war anymore. We won't train for war anymore. This is the promises. And they've kept a lot of this information from us. So anyway, so definitely check that out. Definitely join me on that, uh, that the telegram and uh, make sure your, your notifications are set. I do post a lot on the, on the telegram, but, um, but then definitely join with me. Make sure your notifications are set on the BitChute and the Rumble um, because sometimes the BitChute works. Sometimes the Rumble works. It's just what it is. Um, and I'm not on YouTube. I've got some ideas on that, but Stay tuned for that. And then here is my channel where I talk about health because I have been able to uh, detox, get rid of some terrible, terrible dizzy spells. I talk about how you can detox with CDS and all of that. So I talk about that there as well as on, I actually have a health page right here uh, where I talk about that. And also how I lost 22 pounds and have kept it off and have clearly 
clearly high energy. And so, because our food has been horrible, even the Bible said that our food would be filled with chaff. And so um, you can find the links. I'll, I'll go ahead and take you over there. I also talk about how you can cleanse your water. Please, please, please cleanse your water because it is, um, uh-oh, there I am running my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm talking about um, uh, how you can make some high protein rich foods, how you can have good, healthy food that can energize you and keep the weight off um, and, and keep your health up. And so here's the links to what I'm doing to make sure that I keep the weight off and keep the energy up. Okay. Um, all right. I think that is everything. I want you to share that with you today. Um, here is, um, I think that's it. Let's go ahead and pray. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, that, that there are these amazing people who are standing up and rising up and just like you said in your word would happen and that they're fighting against this, this beast this that has infiltrated the entire world who literally worship Satan. We thank you that this is exactly what you promised would happen and we have lived to see this day. I pray for them. I pray for this man. I can't remember. Reiner Fulmick. I pray for Bannon. I pray for all the Freedom Force Battalion. I pray for everyone uh, who's, who's exposing this truth. I pray that those who have done this evil knowingly will be exposed and they'll be removed and that all the world will rise up against them, which we know that's going to happen. We just ask that that would happen speedily and uh, that everyone would just be at peace, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that you will provide for every need, that you will give us this peace that surpasses all understanding, and that no matter what happens in the news, whatever happens on the internet, whatever happens in the market, whatever happens anywhere, we know that you have planned this, you have you have uh, promised this and that we're going to see the day when our enemies are removed from us. We thank you. We praise you and we bless your name because you are worthy. You are worthy to be the king of the world. We, we love you so much and we're so glad that you love us too. We pray all this in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you and I will talk to you soon.